Welcome to Mentored. Join two professional mentors, Carson Pugh and Martin Sanders, as they provide straight talk and wisdom to fellow leaders. Their approach is no-nonsense, practical, and focused on helping you become a better leader in all aspects of your life. Together, we'll gain valuable insights and actionable advice from these seasoned mentors. So now, here's our episode. Hey, welcome to Mentored, everyone. Glad that you're joining us for this particular episode. And hi to you, Martin. And hi to you, Carson. It's been (laughs) fun to do these together. (laughs) Yeah, it is fun doing these together. What do you want to talk about today? Um, Not because I have a personal need for it from you, but I I do (laughs) want to talk about what it's like to receive a spectrum of things like affirmation and confirmation and validation. We have some key words that in faith community we use pretty consistently. Often just get used to using them like encouraging and those encouragement. And whenever you speak something, they go, "Uh, thanks for the affirmation. You're going, it's actually quite a bit more than that. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about different layers Mm -hmm. of how we can give pretty positive feedback to people that are in our lives. I think this will be of value to anybody listening, because whether you're a mentor or a leader who's listening to this, this also applies to parents as they are raising their children. Family structures. Yes. When we listen to leaders, sometimes when they didn't come from a family of origin, that was conducive to their development. There was often an extended family member Mm -hmm. yeah, who was significant Mm -hmm. for them. I had that in my family. So we want to talk today about this going beyond the word encouragement and talking about these different layers of how we can provide feedback. So you've got three words, affirmation, confirmation, validation. Let's begin by first of all describing what we mean by each of those. So let's start with affirmation. Affirmation. Affirmation is entry level. It gives you this sense of, I see something in you. It's worthwhile. You've embraced it. You do it well. And you're simply saying to them, this is a strength of yours. Mm -hmm. This is something I see, we feel, and just stating it clearly. Sometimes people are aware of it, and sometimes they don't know the depth of it. So is it kind of like turning the light on the fact of, hey, you have this in you. This is a good thing that you have. Absolutely. And it's beyond the simplest things of, you know, you sing well, you fill in the blank of something that's just, again, entry level. Are you aware of this? We just want to mention it. You know, they talk about they, they, you know, the guys in the black helicopters. No, I'm talking about in research, it talks about being specific. Like when you're giving affirmation to somebody to be specific about what it is, not just saying you're a good singer, Mm -hmm. to go a little bit beyond that and explain why you're saying that. Is that how you do this with people? Yes, I did one just recently. A a younger female speaker was one of her first national, uh, even international events. 
And she asked if I would be there when she gave the talk. And so the first thing I said to her was, you handled yourself well. You were quite believable, but especially your best strength was that you got into this well. Your approach was nearly perfect. And she said, I have no idea what approach is. It took him two-thirds of his talk to get into it. And I said, you made two Mm, sentences, and you were into it. And within three minutes, the entire audience is with you. They didn't care you were the youngest person in the room. They didn't care you were new to this. That was simple affirmation of her approach. Right. And it was specific affirmation. So she's able to receive it. And I think you also used it as a teachable moment Mm -hmm. for her. Well, then, what about confirmation? How is that different from affirmation? I I like the confirmation because people who have thought about what's the next stage, what's the next level, even the questions of do I have it, Mm -hmm. after you're with them, you can take this to another level and say, you know, all those things you've wondered about yourself, let's confirm that a lot of them, if not all of them, are real You're not just fantasizing here. Mm -hmm. You have this, you have this, you have this. I'm confirming them. In my world, I think about a woman leader. Uh, She she would have been on the leadership team for an organization, but then was sort of sought out to actually be the head of another organization. And she was questioning whether she could do that. And so when we were meeting and talking about it, it involves kind of bringing her to the stage of realizing all of these gifts that she has and all that she had learned where she was to actually have me confirm, yes, you can lead this other organization. And that gave her a lift. It gave her the courage, in a sense, to throw her hat in the ring. And she got the job, and she's doing a fantastic job of being the CEO for this organization. I remember when I was younger, in my 20s, and, <laughs> and listening to people. But in the 20s? Yeah. And you can remember that? My 20s. My t- <laughs> Yes. I, I can there, remember people coming along and going well beyond affirmations. They were going, we want to confirm this sort of calling thing that you know you have. It's not clear yet. It will emerge, but we want to let you know we see it. Now, did they use the word confirmed or that that's the implied thing that you received? No, I actually had a key elder in in the the first place I served, and he said, Martin, I want to confirm all that has been given to you, and in all likelihood, you will become a bishop at a very young age. In his realm, that was as high a confirmation as you could Mm. give. Yeah. Well, Bishop, um, I think that the... (laughs) Sorry to throw you on that one. (laughs) Well, Bishop, so he he actually used the word confirmation. And Mm -hmm. when we get to the end of this episode, I want want us to talk about some practical examples of how we can practice this. But let's first of all hear about validation. Validation. I love validation. It's probably my favorite because you start out with just affirmations of, yep, this is good. 
you have this, you're using yep. it well, then you move to the, we're confirming yep. this in you. The validation is when you dreamed your dreams of what this could actually look like, I'm saying to you, what you demonstrated today, the person that you are, mm -hmm. how you carry yourself, you can do this at a high, high level. Yeah. You're yeah. that person. Right. It's like uh, putting the seal of approval mm -hmm. on you, and that seal remains permanently there. Absolutely. I remember in the earlier days in Canada, I would see undergrad, mm -hmm. especially guys who you could tell weren't the most talented compared to their yeah. peers, and I would just walk past them, didn't even mention them by name, didn't stop, and I'd go, Pastor. Yeah. And just keep walking. Mm. And they would eventually come up to me and go, you're the only one that said that to me. Yeah. And I go, I have the ability to see, yeah. and I think it's there. Now you have to do something with it, but it's there. Uh, in the Aero Leadership Program that you and I are both graduates of and have been involved with mm -hmm. for a long time, one of the things that happens right near the beginning is to encourage the participants to actually see themselves as leaders. Let's talk about intrinsic and extrinsic validation or encouragement in your life. Extrinsic is typically what we use. So if we're talking about motivation, for example, uh, preachers have been great at this. You should, you must, you ought, you mm -hmm. need to do this. As if we have to somehow motivate people to do this because they're not inherently that interested <laughs> or don't know how to get there. Yeah. So we use these phrases. So therapists have said forever, um, one of their biggest issues is trying to get people to move past the the shoulds of their life. So mm -hmm. the phrase, mm -hmm. of course, stop shooting on yourself. Yeah. That's extrinsic. Intrinsic is, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of person I want to be. That's the kind of person I want to be. That's how I want to live my life. I want to make that kind of impact. Mm -hmm. They have the phrases in their head, which are internally motivating instead of externally. When you're working with pastors, yeah. you, you actually teach and coach them on preaching and you're listening to a sermon, can you tell by listening to it, by the tone, where they're at in terms of their own sense of being encouraged with their preaching? You can tell so much by phraseology, how they view their audience. Mm, what, that's a good one. What is said and what's not said. I always listen for what's not said. Mm -hmm. Their church was probably close to 4,000, and I said, I only have one question. I listened to three random talks you gave. I have one question. Is there something wrong in your own life, heart and soul, in your own marriage, or is there somebody in your family? He goes, why would you ask? And I go, why aren't you answering that? Mm -hmm. And he goes, my son-in-law has just told my daughter this. And I said, because you had three opportunities to make a strong statement and you went silent. Mm. Pulled back on yeah. it. Yeah. So it's what's not said, yeah. which is almost equally as strong as what is said sometimes. Yeah. Now, 
you in that illustration, and this comes out of the fact that you're you're from New York. Many of our listeners right. can't even picture a church of four thousand, but it doesn't really matter about the mm -hmm. size of the church. Not at all. It has to do with that pastor who's up at the pulpit and he's trying to deliver a message every week. And if you're sitting in that church, how can you as a congregant give some encouragement beyond the word encouragement? So walk me through how would a person want to encourage their pastor about their preaching? Again, re regional and theological things matter so much because people just use different phrases yeah. and different approaches. And so the, the simplicity of when you spoke, I felt a connection to God. Mm -hmm. um, now, is that affirmation? It starts there. And if there's a clarification, I often ask. So mm -hmm. for me personally, when someone will say, particularly a man mm -hmm. who normally doesn't make right. a comment, would say, that message hit me hard, I mm -hmm. say, tell me how. Mm -hmm. And it takes a while, but he often will say something that's reflective of his life. Now, for me, that moves ahead from affirmation. Right. He confirms that I've, I've hit something that's a core thing that the Spirit of God wants to do in him, with him, for him. Right. I want you to flip this story around, though, in terms of, let's say I want to encourage my pastor as a speaker and as a communicator. And so I go to my pastor and I want to affirm him, I want to confirm him, and I want to validate him. Give me some language that would help to do that. Um, all the way from a classic, I enjoyed that sermon. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. just straightforward affirmation. Confirmation is... When you said this and spent some time on this, I could feel it sinking into my soul. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, you hit the right spot. That's confirmation. Mm -hmm. Validation is, when I heard this, something in me said, this is the kind of person I want and need to become. You took me someplace yeah. that I hadn't been able to get to on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hi, I'm Roy, and I'm the producer of Mentored. Are you looking for a unique life-enhancing experience that will propel your leadership skills to the next level? I want you to consider my friend, Dr. Martin Sanders, founder of Global Leadership and the director of the doctoral program at ATS in Manhattan. With years of experience in leadership development, Martin has helped countless individuals and organizations reach fuller potential. His creative questioning approach, grounded in biblical principles, sets him apart from other mentors. One of Martin's most sought-after services is his exclusive Executive Couples Coaching Conference in Florida. It's a one-of-a-kind event to grow, develop depth, and be mentored by one of the best. Working with my friend Martin is a wonderful opportunity to take your leadership skills to new heights. So visit mentoredpodcast.net today to learn about engaging his service and schedule a consultation. 
Your future starts now. On the other side, the one that I always liked, got a lot of this as a, an American speaker coming to live in Canada. It often just hit people differently. <laughs> they would say, I don't know about this. I got to go home and think about that. <laughs> now, f from their perspective, that was none of the three. But for me, it was, it was a validation. Oh, yeah. It's so I'm, good. I'm having them think about things that normally would quickly be dismissed by a Sunday afternoon, mm -hmm. and they're going to spend a couple of days working this through. Right. So it's not just kind words. Let me say that we don't give out validation quickly or liberally. If you're moving with a, a leader from affirmation, confirmation, and then validation, the validation, when I say it's a seal of approval, it means... Yes, this is locked in now. And therefore, it takes me a bit before I get to the place of being able to discern or or even having the willingness to really, truly validate somebody with that. I long to do it, but it just takes a bit to get there. And when they're ready for it, it just sinks in. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, the the Bible has some illustrations that we could look to about affirmation and the importance mm -hmm. of it. And I think of the story of Jesus when he was with Mary and Martha, and they're together, and we've got two very different sisters. And Jesus goes out of his way to affirm Mary and the choice that she made, and then he went on to explain why that was important. So I can see sort of the affirmation and the validation taking place there, I wonder how he confirmed it in the end, or maybe Mary confirmed it in the end. Yes, I would agree. She confirmed it in the end. Hmm. Now, who needs this most? How do we utilize this? Because you're good oh. at this as well. My observation is younger leaders. It's, it's just sort of a mainstay for them to help rework thought process it right. can help change the direction of a, several decades. Yeah. Now, who else do you find it's useful for most? Well, it has come up in conversations with a number of the women that I have worked with. And I understand, in a sense, the fact that they are working in a largely male-dominated, male-controlled environment in ministry still— and they need that sense of affirmation, confirmation, validation to just keep going in their leadership in those settings. So I try to be an encourager to them by providing that kind of specific feedback for them in their leadership. And as you and I know, many of the women leaders we work with are, well, are a lot sharper than some of the men leaders. Is that fair? Obviously. <laughs> It is obvious. And for those men who are listening to this, who are leaders, you just need to get over it. There's some pretty sharp women leaders out there. Let's give our listeners some practical examples of how they might practice this. And, and let's think about with your children. 
what are some words or ways in which you could provide affirmation to your child? You want to avoid performance things. So instead of having it be about what they do, it's about who they are. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm experimenting. I have two sets of grand twins. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, you have a built-in research project right there. Ab absolutely. They're less than two and a half years apart, two boys <laughs> and then two girls. They live on the other side of the continent for me. So when mm -hmm. I get to see them, rather than being the typical grandparent or grandfather, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be the person in their life who validates them as people. Mm. I thought, yeah. they get lots of love. They get lots of people telling them they're loved. I want to be the one who helps develop their character. Mm. So okay. this just happened. I, I was just with them. And one of the girls who just turned three was no fanfare, was just standing beside me. And she said, you love me. You love me a lot. Yeah. Now, I hadn't told her a thing. And then one of the boys came and sat beside me. He was reading the book. And without saying anything, he goes, I know you really love me. Mm. That was the end of the conversation. Yeah. No emotion. Yeah. I'm thinking, what if one of my roles was to simply help build their character, inner strength? Mm -hmm. I'm going to have fun with it and see. Yeah, I, I like the reminder about not being performance-oriented because that's where a lot of encouragement comes around things that you do rather than how you behave. And I have a granddaughter. Her name is Marielle, but we all call her Ellie. And at the time that um, I lost my wife, Brenda, and her grandmother, Ellie had this amazing ability to know when grandpa needed a hug. And it was, I believe, like a spiritual gift that she had. And I sat down with her and I told her this, that every time you have come and hugged me or you've caught my eye across the room, you seem to know that I need a hug at that time. And when you act on that, you're expressing love to me and God's love to me. So I thank you so much. And I want her to see that that's part of who she is. She's been wired somehow by God to be extremely sensitive to other people and to pick up on that and to encourage her to act on it. When, we, when it comes to confirmation, one of the ones that I've enjoyed with family is to simply observe and in the moment, not say in front of people, but somehow have a private conversation quickly and say, when you said this, or yeah. the way you interacted at this level, it showed some depth that you don't even know you have yet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thoughtfulness, yeah. depth of thinking, reflective ability, those are all things that we should be champions of in our relationships with our families. And so instead of saying, now do it more, right. my phrase is, Fan this into flame so that you know how to do this. And it just becomes a part of your character mm -hmm. in your life. Because mm. people are drawn to that kind of person. Again, taking it back yeah. to character. Yeah. With the validation, I'm thinking of uh, older, I shouldn't say older, she'd be, it, I won't mention her name, but she'd be like horrified that I use the word older. 
but a very capable woman that I know who doesn't think she's very capable. And then she went through and, and accomplished something and had an external audience viewing how great she had done and she was having trouble receiving this and i took the time to try to bring it together as a validation for her and really saying you have accomplished this you have done this on your own now there is a whole story behind that about why she's having trouble receiving and and allowing that to be part of her life but I think that our actions in affirming, confirming, and validating people as mentors or just as good men and good women can help so many people. We're good citizens of the kingdom, mm -hmm. and we do it with and for the king. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the people who live in the house with you. This, this is a part of the community of faith. Identify these things draw it out and then speak words of empowerment at whatever level is useful at yeah. the time. And and we're as children of the king, we're actually deserving of some things at, that God wants us to have and, and wants us to receive. So think about what do you deserve? Not a phrase we're used to. No. But part of the reason why we have done this talk is people were given phrases that they didn't deserve, mm. treatment that they didn't always deserve. And so now on this side of them emerging to their next level yeah. is let's go back and say, you do deserve this. Yeah, <laughs> This is the best of what was initially designed for you to become. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Let's validate it yeah. for you at whatever level mm. we can. Yeah, and you deserve this. You do. And don't, don't, don't read that in a negative sense. No. You deserve this really wonderful thing. You're a child of, of the king. Thanks, Martin. Such an important subject, and it touches at so many different levels, but we all can play a part of being that voice speaking into another life and helping them to feel affirmed, confirming the reality of it, and then validating that you deserve all of this. So. It's the power of the words we speak yeah. to one another. The power of the word. power of the word. Yeah. Thanks for a great episode. Absolutely. If you want to hear more from us and find other resources on mentoring, head over to our website at www.mentoredpodcast.net, where you'll find all our topics as well as a way to subscribe to future episodes. And we'd also appreciate it if on social media, you take a moment to like or comment on our episodes. This helps us create better content and reach more people with our message. I'm Martin Sanders. And I'm Carson Pugh. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.